Hello, you are listening to Chasms of the Mind with Chaz Bruns and Kat Gould. And today we are talking to the sexy, smart, talented, amazing duo from Portland, Oregon, New Constellations. We're going to chat about their music, aliens, and whatever the hell else we feel like. Enjoy. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. We're live. So where are you guys at right now? Because you're definitely not in Maine with us where it's frozen tundra of snow. We are in Portland, Oregon, and we have zero snow at all. Yeah. What's the temperature there right now? I would guess in the 50s. But it's sunny. Oh, really? It's sunny mm-hmm. in the 50s. It's springtime. Yeah, that's going to be us in four months, maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's not necessarily sunny. It's pretty cloudy. I mean, it's like, like you know what? sunny-ish. It's, it's, it was six degrees here this morning, so. I'm oh, honest. man. Holy moly. Yeah, that's what. We today are interviewing, from all the way in Portland, Oregon, New Constellations. They have, uh, is it two two new singles you have out, right? Two out, yes. Yep. Two. And so it's, it's Harley Case and Josh Smith, who, if you go to his, his uh, Instagram, it is not Josh Dortag, like I thought his last name was. It's Josh Smith. It's, it's, so don't make that mistake. Um, so first off, I guess, tell me a little, I know you guys were childhood friends or something, right? So let, tell us that story of how you got, you know, you obviously knew each other forever, but then how it turned back into doing new constellation music and how how the magic occurred. Do you want to answer it? Want to read it? Um, we used to go to youth group together. <laughs> oh, really? So, how old were like, you there? Um, I was like maybe a freshman in high school and Harley might have still been in like in seventh grade. <laughs> um, but we went to like, yeah, our, the church in our town had like a really cool youth group that had like skateboards and like video games and like in the, Wait, you guys uh, weren't in like know. the choir, were you? We did. We did play music. At the you church. did. I was not allowed to. I was a pastor's kid, and I was deemed like kind of like the bad pastor's the kid, bad so they would not allow me to sing on the worship team. Wait, um, what got you the bad the bad name back then? What did you do that they thought you were bad? Being being loud, Just being, being loud, being like really friendly to people. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, Je- like, Jesus did not approve. Apparently not. <laughs> I think he does approve. You know? <laughs> um, but so he, he that's does how. Now. We, yeah. Uh, so that's how we met is at uh, church. But then um, I moved away from the town that we lived in. I'm a little older than Harley. So like, I graduated school and moved to Portland. And then Harley stayed in Southern Oregon for a while. And we kind of did our own thing musically. I was played in bands up here and she was doing her music down there. Um, and then when she moved up to Portland, we just kind of uh, decided to try to work on music together. Yeah, it's cool. been going really well. So yeah. I actually met Harley in, in Thailand when we were we were going to a mutual friend's wedding. And there was one day we rented uh, little mopeds and we were going around. And we were she was riding on the back of mine because I think we had run out of the available rentals. So I'm trying to talk to her as we're riding. And I'm like, so like, what's your plan after when you get back to uh, the States? And she's like, I'm going to start writing music with my friend and I'm going to get famous. And that's going to happen. And I was yeah. just like... Okay. And I messaged her like two weeks ago. I'm like, do you remember saying that to me in Thailand? And it came true. It's happening for isn't sure. That, isn't that something else? That's like the whole, that, the book, The Secret, right? Um, Which will it into being and it will be? Uh, absolutely. And I feel like I have my entire life, my family too, it's been like, this is 100% what, what you're supposed to do. You just need to put your energy into it. Like if, yeah. And it, it's been really clear, like, the moment that we, like, really buckled down and, like, just started, like, putting our all into it. Like, the universe is just, like, giving back so, so effortlessly. <laughs> yeah. Well, so talk about that a little bit because I, I follow you guys on, on Instagram and other places. And I saw that at one point your Spotify had a million uh, plays, right? And, and I don't know what, what was the course over the first year of the first single because you just released a second one, like, a month mm-hmm. ago, right? Yeah. What are, the, what, are the, what are the, they both called the track titles? Um, so Hot-Blooded is the first single that we released, and then Does It Feel Like This is our most recent. Um, but yeah, Hot-Blooded has just absolutely soared. We got a million more streams just in the last month. Um, we're what? At like, That's awesome. Yeah, we're Are you kidding? about okay. 3.5 million right now, um, and it's just every day there are more streams than the next, and so it's just like snowballing. It's very exciting for us. Okay. With them. So the other the other thing I saw was that you got on the gorillas put you on their playlist, right? Yeah. yeah. That's so like something else. Damn. Uh, so the gorillas are like four cartoons, right? It's like each yeah. they're like each character. 
so they're like guitar player noodles like it's like each each character had their own playlist and so oh okay okay noodle mm-hmm. the noodles character the, their guitar player she put us on hers which is cool. <laughs> what do you think when you woke up to see that it's pretty wild uh yeah blown away yeah. like all week long we were just like okay this has like been one of our favorite bands yeah for, and just like such an incredibly influential like uh, just incredible musician yeah. um yeah so we we're just really blown away <laughs> my, my brother's walking to take his dog out you want to say hi to harley andy andy was in thailand with us too oh, nice. i don't know if you can put behind this table Hi, Andy. <laughs> he's put he's put he's putting on like forty layers because it's so damn cold to go outside to, to let the dog out. Hi. Long time no see. I I Congrats actually on the the band and the the success. This oh, is great to hear. I don't I don't think Andy can um, hear you guys. You. Yeah. Oh god. But, but she's happy to she's happy to see you, Andy. <laughs> no, I was just gonna ask what it felt like when you guys hit a million on the first single release when you guys hit one million. Because that was what six months ago that you hit a million. I know three months ago it was the end of October that we hit a million. So it's. Yeah. The growth—it took eleven months to hit a million, and then now a million in a month, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. But I mean, I was like really—that was something that I was like manifesting when we put it out. I was like one million streams, one million streams. Like that was like a really big like moment that I wanted to hit. And so yeah, I was like very, very um, excited and and proud that like a million times it had been listened to. Yeah. Um. And then it's yeah, just. Old- the growth is like exponential now. So if, yeah, like Carly said, it took 11 months to get the first million and then we got another 2 million in like um, two months after that. Basically. Yeah. I have a feeling it's just going to keep growing and growing. Which is so cool. Yeah. 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 Awesome. yeah. It, it really, it, it feels that way. I'm like pretty addicted to watching the statistics and the analytics. I like wake up every morning and I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh. And like we're at a 70% increase from last month, which is just an insane yeah. amount of growth. Like, yeah. congratulations. Almost every day, yeah. almost every morning, Harley will text me and be like, oh, did you see how many of these you got yesterday? <laughs> it's exciting. People sort of love the hook of the new one. Those, Does it feel like Oh, one? yeah. Obviously, I can't do it justice, totally. but it's great. I, I love it. I Thank get it stuck you. in my head all the time. Yeah. Aww. I'll wake up in the morning, be in the shower, and be like, what am I humming? And I'm like, oh, Harley's damn song. Oh. Stuck in my head. Harley, do you do the writing, or do you guys do it together? How does that work? Um, So our process is kind of shifted through... Uh, just through the evolution of the band, I was really, really timid and scared of of just writing with someone and working with someone at the beginning. So I would send him voice memos. My car didn't have a radio. And so I just like would drive around and sing and make up songs and like basically unloaded tons and tons of stuff to him. And so our first songs were really in that. <laughs> he got to really like listen to my diary exactly it was like i was reading your diary sometimes because it was like three years of just like great another text from harley just like she just it would be just her singing you know whatever she was feeling that day and some of them felt really intimate i'm like oh my god it's just like listening to harley's like just pure unfiltered thoughts as she's just like singing in the car but so that was the way that we used to write i would send that and then he would build the song around it but as time has went on and we've like built so much trust um we work a lot more together through the through the practice he a lot of times will come up with like a really um a, a more broken down just like loop an idea and then i'll work on a melody and lyrics on my own and then we'll come together and like see what we like and see what we don't like and then build upon it i wrote i write the majority of the lyrics but josh definitely be like oh if that that i just heard this line or like this sounds really cool here and so we're both really just open to each other's opinions on the process in general cool cool we'll get like a groove we'll get like a groove going in the space and Harley's really great at just kind of singing gibberish to kind of get a melody or like a, like a rhythm down or like a cadence. And then a lot of times we just... That's the best way to do it. Just, yeah, we just listen back to the gibberish and try to see what words it sounds like she's saying and then kind of build it from there. It's like <laughs> once, we, yeah, once we lock one, we're like, oh, it sounds like you're saying this. And then when we have that kind of line, sometimes it's like, okay, well, then now that's what this song is about. So, like, we can build the rest of the lyrics around this. Or, like, looking back to it being like, oh, like, like I, we were just working on this new song last week, and I recorded, like, everything. And I ended up just picking up, like, breaking apart, like, a line from here, a line from there. Because, like, a lot of it's just not making sense. But sometimes there's some, like, golden shit that's, yeah. like, in there. And I'm, like, glad to have it recorded so I can 
pick it apart. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Sometimes the even the gibberish is like good on the first oh, round. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, like wait, that actually <laughs> we makes sense. We got a lot of songs that like the way that they're currently written are just because that's how Harley sang it the very first time, just like going for it. And we're like, yep. Oh, that's just how this song goes. I, it first try. <laughs> I really uh like to believe that like, you know, there's life force energy that we can like allow through us and out of us and so i feel like when you do that kind of freestyle thing you get out of your ego and out of your head and you're just like okay like let's let it just flow through and i feel like that we get a lot of that when when freestyle yeah totally <laughs> you guys ever hear that story about michael jackson that he like woke up at three in the morning and he called his, his um recording whoever guy was going to help produce him he's like i need to record right now and he's like michael it's three in the morning like, we can do it tomorrow. He's like, no, because if I don't record the song right now, Prince is going to record yeah, it. Yeah, I heard that. Because he believed that, just like you said, that the life force comes to anybody on planet oh, Earth. Whoever accepts that song, when it's ready, gets, gets the song. That's very funny. No, there are definitely times <laughs> yeah. where I feel like we've talked about this where it feels like we're not so much like writing a song as we are like discovering a song. And like, mm -hmm. it'll things will be happening and we're like, did we write it this way or is this just the only way that it could have gone kind of yeah like did we write did we know that this part had to come next or did that part just come next and we had to discover that kind of? so there's definitely a feeling yeah, of like crazy. speaking of you guys doing it yourself i take it you're not signed with anybody right you're still doing independent everything basically yeah we have uh basically to get all of your songs out on platforms you have to do it through a distribution um and yep. so we have a distributor that we're working with and they have ended up licensing the two songs that we have out basically help us with the digital distribution side of it um which we thought is a really smart way to do it because we're like we have so much capability and like access around us that like signing our band to a label doesn't really make sense right now um we just need help with certain things and so yeah this is a good way for us to keep it kind of separate like we can Throw shows and don't give have to give anyone money. Sell merch. No one gets a part of it. Like we just yeah. get help with the things that or get. We have to give money out to the things that are actually being helped with. That seems to be working yeah, so far. Totally. Yeah. So if it's not broke, yeah. don't fix it. Mm-hmm. Oh, we record all of our music ourselves. We're in our studio right now, so like we're completely independent in that sense too. Where it's like it's it's just us in here. Do you master it yourself? No. Too? Uh, there's a, a guy in town that a couple a guy Portland guys one of each has mastered two of this of the two songs we have out we have two yeah, separate that, guys that have mastered each of them once. That's what I always struggle with with my music is mastering. Yeah, at this point. Just like, I it makes a big difference and like uh, yeah, it it's not that expensive either. You know, to be like at it, yeah. it feels good to eventually put something out of your control, kind of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, the weird like doing everything ourselves and we were discovering like with electronic music there's like so much that you can do and sometimes like it, it's it you kind of get lost in the in the possibilities almost yeah. like it's impossible to, to decide something because it feels like there are so many different choices you could make so I think I find some comfort in that and sending it out at the end to be like, okay, and now this person's going to master it or, you know, help mix it and yep. it, relinquishing that control feels good. It also is hard as hell. Yeah. <laughs> like anybody can open GarageBand and like make some music. Totally. But mastering really is a fine art. Like yeah. there's a reason that, you know, the few ninjas have learned the art over the years and they charge good money for it. Are you guys playing uh, anywhere live right now or is... Is COVID kind of restricting uh, that? No. I mean, yes, we are playing shows. COVID definitely did restrict it. We, we worked on... So when I uh, linked up with Chaz in Thailand, we had actually been working together writing music for about two years. Um, and we had our first show booked um, for right when we got back. And it was the week that shutdown happened. So we were like preparing for two years, had our first show. We're not able to play for another year and a half which was so crazy to be like, whoa, like anything can be taken from you at any moment. It, it very much so felt like, damn, okay, so like we, we got to like jump on this shit when we, when we can. And we have been. Um, we're actually playing like our, our biggest like real show. We've thrown a lot of our own shows, which has been really cool and, um, you know, helped us grow in a really organic way. But we're playing at an actual theater called Mission Theater on March 12th. Uh, here in Portland, and we're, we're really, really excited for it. I think it's going to be a really good one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nice. 
so I wanted to, I didn't want, want to tell your story because I barely remember what you said, but I was asking you who your influences were in Thailand, and you said Dave Matthews, and then didn't you say you had a Dave Matthews story? I mean, so we love Dave Matthews. We go and watch. Oh, you both do. Yeah, we go and watch them at the Gorge every year for three days. Every year, our group gets bigger and bigger. And that's like one of our biggest goals um, is to open up for Dave at the Gorge. It's just a really, it's an, an incredible experience that we would just be honored to get to like be involved with. Um, but I did meet Dave Matthews one time. Because he was in the small town that I lived in, uh, that we grew up in. And my friend was like, yo, I'm working at the coffee shop. And someone just came through and they said they're doing a zipline tour for Dave Matthews and his family. So I'm a psychopath. I was like, there's only one zipline place. I'm f***ing going. Me, <laughs> me and my boyfriend <laughs> at the time went there. And it was like four hours that we waited. And there was just a, it was on a golf course. And so there was like $2 beers. So we proceeded to get pretty pretty drunk honestly um over this like four hour span and they told they told um dave that we were there waiting for him and so he came over to us when we got there and was just like thank you so much for waiting for us and like signed a record for us and like took some pictures and he was just like just so gracious and it just furthered uh, our obsession <laughs> <laughs> so did you tell him then that eventually he has to let you open for him so he's, he needs to know you know okay this is before we were doing this, um, but I, I, I am going to sometime in the near future write them a DM and say, hey, I just want to let you know that we are going to like open up for you <laughs> in the future, and I just want to have this record so when it happens, we can look back and be like, damn. <laughs> yep, yep. I think it's going to happen I at, at your seven millionth, millionth play. Seven million, they're going to reach out to you. I'm putting that in the Seven universe. million, I like it. We actually do do a pretty cool Dave Matthews cover as well. Oh, really? Set sometimes. That's like the super like vibey kind of electro cover of one of their songs. Have you recorded it? Is it something we could hear out in Spotify? Not yet. Okay. Not yet. But I think we absolutely should release That's certainly it. our ticket in, I think, uh-huh. is like doing a cool cover of one of their songs. And then I'd, I'd check it out. It. Like, yeah. definitely. Tweet it like, to them or something? Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll be the intermediary. I'll just start spamming. Uh, I'll start DMing Dave for you guys, well, so they'll think we like I'm the to weirdo. Play that song. We like to play that cover, and then but not tell people that it's a Dave Matthews song. And then when they like it, like, oh, oh, oh you, so you're Dave fan? Oh, now. so you're like this Dave Matthews? People are like that's a good song. I'm like you like it? It's <laughs> funny because. <laughs> Chaz, didn't you have a Dave thing too? Didn't you hire them for a festival or something? Oh, I, I didn't know. So there's a festival that I started, which is now sadly defunct, um, called the Kabang Festival in Bangor. And the guys that kind of took over the waterfront are doing it now that's called Waterfront Concerts. And they have booked Dave uh, not once but twice. And the cool thing for oh, me nice. was my birthday is June 7th, and, and the original festival that was in the center of downtown was called the West Market Festival. And so me being me, you know, just loving myself, I wanted to throw a huge birthday party for myself. <laughs> that's kind of how it started. Shocker. Uh, right? Nice. All, all about me. And, uh, and so then the guys, my friends that ended up running um, Waterfront Concerts, I, you know, he never outright said he did it for me, but I'm pretty positive that he pretty much booked a Dave twice for me on my birthday because he came on June 6th oh, nice. two, two different times. It wasn't on the exact day of my birthday, but it was, it was good enough. But I was, a little, I was enough. unlike you, I was too nervous to ask to meet him because I didn't want to be that guy. Um, so I, I didn't. But looking back, I should have. I should have done it. should have gone backstage. I should have done all that. But, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a more shameless moment uh, in my life, but you know. Yeah. Oh no, you were golden, we actually... and look, you have a story now. I don't have a story, so it paid. You'll, um, you'll get yours. We go and see them at the Gorge every year on Labor Day weekend, and like every few years, that's my birthday weekend as well. Nice. So. Oh, cool. I know that vibe. Seeing Dave on your birthday, being like, "This is about me." That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I love this song. <laughs> this is my concert. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll get to meet Dave once you guys open for him, so I'll be there exactly. that night. There you go. <laughs> go backstage, have some beers with y'all. That's awesome. Exactly. Beers How'd you guys come up with the band more. name, New Constellations? Oh, yeah, it is a great name. Yeah. I love your... Um, We originally ha- uh, wanted to name our band Monstera, and we're going by Monstera for a little while. But then online, there were just like two, so many other Monsteras, and then like right before we were about to release our first song another group called monstera released a song that was like uh, 
Too much like us. Not like the song didn't really? sound like us, but it was like the same type of band. It was two like piece, two piece, like... kind of electro girl vocals. So we're like, we don't need to like have the same name as, the, as this band. So we just brainstormed a ton of names forever. And we're Until like, forever. yeah, but it was actually at on Halloween. Was it on Halloween or yeah. was it at the Gorge? No, it was on Halloween. We were on the floor. And you were like new. We were like new constellations. It's it. We yeah. had like given lists and lists for for honestly like a year. We were gonna put out Hot Blooded like a whole year earlier, and we could not figure out the name that like clicked. We were like we wanted it something kind of spacey or like you know something to do with with the, the cosmos kind of yeah. So we had a lot of cool names, but then New Constellations was just one that we finally were like, "All right, that's it." And, and did you? Ch- are, is there are there any other bands out there with any similar name, or you were it? No, not really. There cool. is like a really small band from like ten years ago, so you can like find some like Facebook concerts and stuff, but not not anything. Cool. I just want to let it's, you know, I. I have purchased newconstellations.com. If you want it back, it's going to be uh, $30,000. So. Newconstellations.com. I didn't want to, I didn't want to tell you that here, but you know, it's better to get a take a baby out. Um, I wanted to ask you too. So I, I don't even smoke weed cuz for if I smoke weed, I kind of like fall asleep or I get anxiety cuz I can't talk to people at a party. Uh, but I know you're, you're the opposite and you love it. I wanted to talk to you about um, is it Lady J's is your weed company? Because I, mm-hmm. I love the marketing. Like I said, I don't smoke weed. I would smoke your weed because it looks so cool. Like the pink <laughs> designs. You're, you're a master of marketing because you're, you're a photographer too, right? You do all kinds of – you do pretty yeah. much do all the marketing with all your stuff, right? Uh, yeah. I mean we have a team. There's five of us, five women who work on our team. Well, technically four that are like actively working right now. Um, but so we all work together on like the whole outward appearance of all of it. But, yes, I creative direct like all of our branding and – you know, have the final say on on what we're releasing. <laughs> well, because you there's there's two things, right? There's Lady J's are the um, the the uh, joints, but then isn't there something mm-hmm. like uh, Ladies of Paradise or something? What is yes? So, so Ladies of Paradise is a a creative agency, and we really got our our footing throwing cannabis consumption parties all up and down the West Coast. Um, and our whole mission was to stop over-sexualizing women through cannabis and also to, like, bridge this gap and be able to market towards women and create safe spaces for women to come and feel like they can get high or listen to music. We usually have, like, tarot readings or different dance activities and just, like, fun ways for for us to kind of, like, show the world things that we believe help us. Um, and... That's what Ladies in Paradise is, and then Lady J's is a free roll company, and we're also about to launch an edible company called Venus Electra, and they're all kind of in the same wheelhouse of like of believing in yourself and following your dreams, and inevitably knowing that like you create your reality, and so it's really important for us to on every single thing that we're putting out there that it's like that message is is coming through because ultimately like that's what I feel like my purpose on earth is like is inevitably like to let to help people see the like insane magical being that they are because we literally all are yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, no i, I love it like i said i, I don't smoke that. weed but every time i see your ads i'm like i'm gonna buy some of those joints <laughs> yeah, right thanks now. jess no, so yeah. when you said you get what you get all together as women is josh allowed to come and, and participate or is it girls only yeah, so we we started the we, we started the company with doing only parties of women, but then we we realized like that's just not the way that it is, and like for us to have like this whole full connective life, it's 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 both, you know. And I think there's a lot of a lot of spaces for women to come together and express and grow and communicate and be seen, and there's less spaces like that for men. And so our goal is women because we just feel like we want to continue to have women be the like the shining part of the business but like now all of our parties are to men and women and we really I mean I feel like the amount of like divine masculinity that's like in my life is is high and like we have to have that balance of masculine and feminine to like really heal and help each other and so it's for everybody now (laughs) that's awesome I, I was mostly asking because I'm going to invite myself to your next. Uh, oh, you can come whenever you want. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. We're going to be um, in Oklahoma, so that's closer to you. Oh, really? So. What are you doing in Oklahoma? That's another big show. 
no, we just launched Lady J's in Oklahoma last week, and oh, okay, we're launching great. this oh, that's right. company. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Cool. So, do you think you're just going to become this huge international weed goddess then? Um, I, so I really hope that because the missions are, of both of the, the two things are very similar and so I hope to be able to use both of them to to help each other you know the community that is surrounding the band a lot of that came from the group of people that had been supporting supporting this business and so I'm I'm excited for for like the teams to get bigger and bigger. Like it's been really cool for us. Um, like getting to have like our friends invoice our distribution for artistic work that, that that they're doing for us. And so we really hope to continue to to share monetarily and energetically with all the people that are supporting us in, in both of those endeavors. Cool. And then Josh, I want to ask you, what's your day job outside of the music? She uh, plays with Wii, what do you do? <laughs> yeah, I work with, uh, in coffee. Make coffee. Oh, sweet! Yeah, I've been what, working in what, specialty coffee for a long time. Awesome. Yeah. What's right the on. What's the brand? Um, the cafe company I work for now is just called Barista here in Portland. It's kind of like cool. the top. Yeah, it's a really popular spot. Yeah. <laughs> it, but, uh, is, it, is it stereotypical Portland, Oregon? Like what we think of the cliche? Like you have it, so many just hipsters that it smells like patchouli there. I feel <laughs> like. Portland's not really like that anymore, but it, there was a time where it was very much like that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Portland's you guys like being in Portland? Yes. I am starting... Do you think it's... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm starting to get over it because of the weather mainly is, you know, is it's just... I really love being in the sun and want to be by the ocean. So I love Portland for like... All, for the community that I've been able to like yeah. find here and like the people that are here are really, really amazing. Um, the weather's just a little, a little warmer sun. <laughs> yeah. We, we never should have left Thailand. I, I agree. I don't know why either. We, we were there like the, um, the day before, I think the day they announced it, right. was like, we were trying to get our flights back and we all looked yeah. at each other and we're like, this, what's this coronavirus stay? thing? Like if, if, th stay. if this is bad, we should just stay and live in Thailand. And looking back, we probably should have stayed and lived in Thailand. It's I thought <laughs> that the, the whole like first month when like, like, I don't know how it was in Maine, but like for us here, like it was, the, the trails were shut down. You weren't allowed to like be outside in public, like nature areas either. And I remember I was just like, Oh my gosh, like, why did I leave? Like, I'm stuck in my room. This is crazy. It could be, like, in the ocean and, like, still away from everybody. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was When I got back, it was pretty much shut down. And I remember mm -hmm. my roommate was sick at the time, but the test didn't even really exist to get tested at that time. And so I just kind of stayed away from him. And then a week later, all my the, my toes had got – they looked like big, swollen, purple, red grapes when I woke up. And I was like, <laughs> what the heck? And my dad has gout. So I called him immediately. And I was like, Dad, do I have gout? He's like, that doesn't sound like gout to me. So then I Googled um, purple toes, and, and COVID toes came up. It's like a CNN article talking about some people get, like, microclots in their hands and feet. It's what? normally kids, like young kids with overactive <laughs> immune systems. Yeah, it was so, – Harley, it was so weird. It was the weirdest thing I'd ever seen. All it's ten crazy. of them just swollen up like little purple grapes. But then it went Whoa. away, like, two days later, and – I was fine. Was so. it painful? Did it hurt? It hurt to touch him, yeah. yeah. That's why I Damn. thought it might, might have been gout. Huh. Yeah, so that think about that. That's me like 24 hours after getting back from Thailand. I'm lying in bed. I'm like, I'm going to die. <laughs> this, oh. this is it. Cat's <laughs> triple vaccinated, and she's had COVID twice. It's like, yeah. I think we're all just going to get it, man. It's just it's the way. Yeah, I've had it a couple times, and I'm also vaccinated, so. I'll be honest, though. I'm not the best about it. Like, I've been to Florida twice during all this, and, like, I sometimes forget my mask. Like, I'm bad. Yeah, but I uh, knock, on, knock on wood, I'll survive. I've definitely been uh, out in the world for sure. <laughs> no, well, you guys are doing shows, so you got to be. You know? Yeah, you can't shut down the art. It's already you gotta been, live. you know, however many the long it's been. But I, feel, I just realized too, we keep talking about coronavirus and these things, and we're gonna get like flagged on YouTube for <laughs> sending out misinformation. <laughs> um, so we talked to you guys about your shows. I guess what's the what's the next big thing? Uh, big thing coming up for you guys. Um, in, in either for music or or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I mean we mentioned this show. It's like um, we kind of took a little hiatus, kind of for the winter. Harley was out of town for a while, and we just you know stopped, didn't play shows for a few months, so that we can write more music and work on things. And so this will be our back, our first show back, like from hiatus essentially. And we're trying to make it a really really special show. So 
we're headlining at a theater, like Harley said, and we're just trying to have a really cool set, have some new music, um, play the songs kind of differently. Um, and we kind of feel like this is a real, like a real proper introduction back Thank into you. kind of the Portland music scene. Like we played a few smaller shows here and there. Most of our big shows have been out of the state. We played mm -hmm. in Las Vegas and we played in Austin. And those have oh, been like cool. some awesome. of our best shows, but like they, so they weren't here. So this will be our first real like cool headlining show, you know, in, in the city. I feel like. That's awesome. That's great. It's going to be like a fun debut for us. Yeah. So we're working really hard on it. I wish we could go. I know. Yeah, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be flying out. Yeah. One of these days. Maybe we will for a weekend. I'll be there throwing my underwear up at the stage. <laughs> totally. Uh, uh, also, also too. Show, showing my tits. <laughs> I'm also just really excited for us to get to work on more music together and release more music this year. We have a handful of songs that we've been playing live, you know, for a minute. But we're working on a bunch of new stuff. And we're really excited to release um you know, either an EP or a full-length album, but something that's like, you know, we planned out from beginning to end and is more experiential than just a single. And yeah, and also too, we're gonna film a hot-blooded music video in April, which is really exciting. Oh, um, yeah, we're really, really excited about that. And, and like I said earlier, we just have like so much creative talent around us and so it's really exciting to get to be like okay you're directing you're creative directing you're art director you'll be in charge of light and they're like all just like our friends getting to do things that they either aren't actively doing and really like have always wanted to do and so like i don't know us following our dreams is and helping our friends follow their dreams is just like the tits <laughs> That's awesome. I'm jealous. I want to be in that music video. I know. I'm excited for you guys. <laughs> Thank you. It's it's going to be really cool to have um, like visuals for it. It's just a totally different thing that we haven't uh, dipped our toes in at all. You know, we've done like two little shoots together, but a music video is such a a, a bigger thing. You know, I assume that we'll be that we'll have like a whole week of like music video week, which is going to be really awesome. <laughs> you already have like a, an idea. Um, kind of what you want to do for the video or are you just going to make it up? Um, yeah, so we have a friend who has created some really awesome web series and has uh, some directing experience. And so we basically asked him like if he had an idea for it and he's brilliant and his mind just came up with like this this in entire elaborate plan. And, and Keisha, who um, is one of our best friends, is just like an incredible artist. So he has like, the meats of what the the idea is and then she's gonna like art direct it all and so i'm really excited to see what the two of them come up with together <laughs> and then do you guys have any um new singles that are coming out anytime soon just because i need more <laughs> we're not totally sure yet i mean we're definitely working up we're what? definitely Don't working leave on me hanging. music Quit yeah hanging. totally um we just want to you know it's there's a whole scheme to the whole thing and so we're trying to Okay, I, I don't want to mess up your process, but I really need another bite of something. I you think know? that'll be sooner than later. We might, we might just put a cover out to just keep people happy. To to appease the something peasants. that like Good. the Dave Matthews cover. Something, Throw us some yeah. breadcrumbs. But um, then we got we do have stuff. I can't imagine that it will be too long. Like we have some singles that we are that we are interested in releasing. But we also have some like deals on the table that might help us to release something a bit more full. Um, and so we're kind of waiting yep. on waiting to see what happens there. Um, so ideally, we, we would love to put out something bigger next. Yeah. So cool. Well, also, there's no rush. Like I think you guys have proven that you're good at this, and you're probably gonna do it for life. So okay. there you go. Oh, it's going down, man. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's already happening. Uh -huh. So I remember. So obviously, your your name, New Constellations. You know, thinks about the universe and whatnot. And then Harley, don't you have like a tattoo of a, a spaceship or something or an alien land? I do have an alien tattoo, or I mean, a so, spaceship tattoo. Yes. Yeah, so I wanted to ask you. I mean, are you have you guys been abducted? Is that what all this is leading back um, to? Not yet. I can't. Imagine. Have you heard about all the disclosure stuff? Um, going are on? you kidding me? I guess what I'm saying is, are are aliens? Um, real? they are 100 percent real. I am fully like obsessed with alien uh, content, I guess would be the thing. Um, so many people, yeah. I mean, 
I fully believe that people are like channeling alien beings and like getting abducted and having these experiences. Um, uh, Disclosure and also Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind by Stephen Greer are like two of my favorite documentaries. I'm very into this. This is like a huge part yep. of my um, excitement for just life. Um, so aliens are definitely real, yeah. like 100%. And I also think that they're good. Do you think they're like green people or um, just like? I think that, that the universe is infinite. And so I think there are infinite beings and infinite like shapes, forms, physical, non-physical. Like I think, I think it's absolutely everything. Are, are, are they, in, are they interdimensional beings or are they, you know what oh. I mean? Are they, are they demons no. or which what direction? And I also, that? so I think that we have interdimensional beings. I think we have beings that are in this dimension that maybe we can't perceive the same way, or even like the idea that even people can be kind of like hybrids. I, I think I think that the that the possibilities are are absolutely endless to like really really intelligent beings. What are the chances that that Josh is an interdimensional being? Um, higher than <laughs> you would think. <laughs> That's what I thought. Mm -hmm. Well, Harley, why do you think then with this closure, like they came out and more or less said like, yeah, we think aliens are real and they probably have crafts and stuff. But we're not telling so, you anything. Well, but nothing happened. It was, they were like, they disclosed that stuff in like June and everybody, the public was just like, yep. And then everybody moved on with their um, lives. And I that think was it. that we're vibrating on a pretty low frequency as like the masses. And so our, our actual like consciousness is pretty low. We're pretty focused on like, how do we pay for my car? You know what I mean? Like we're not like able to be in this yeah. like, in this like elevated mindset with the like kind of the like just the way society is here which is like work 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 yourself into the ground you're never enough like and i think that that's kind of the problem is that people can't even take a bird's eye view to like their own lives and our our place in the universe um i think that they had to put that out because there are millions of people in the world that are like, yo, I've had contact, like, you can't, like, hide this forever, you know? And so they, like, have to. But, like, I don't know if you watched uh, that movie that just came out, Don't Look Up. So no, it was really yet. cool because it was yet. like, oh, this meteor is going to hit the earth. But, like, at the same time, there was, like, a breakup of a celebrity. And so there's, like, this news that, like, the earth is going to be gone in six months, and no one cares because everyone cares about these celebrities. And, like, I believe fully that, like, we're fed constant information, and so, like, we, we're just not necessarily caring enough about, I don't know, big news like that. I mean, some people are, but the masses are not. Do you think there's... Do you think there's anything on the horizon? Like, do you think in the next six months to a year something's coming? Like, do you think they're preparing us, and that's why they, they did disclosure? Or are we gonna have another? I think that they're already here. I think that I think that they're. If you like look up people on a daily basis, are coming forward saying like, look at these videos. I yeah. I have my first um, real like visual in when I was in Las Vegas this last year. We saw like twenty of these like basically like orbs. That would like go into these forms and then also you, like you saw them yourself the, yeah oh, and no I've, been, I've seen those I've been, uh huh and it was the first time that dude and we watched it for a full hour you know and they're just like mm. showing up disappearing yeah it's so crazy but people are showing that all over the world all the time and so like do I think that there's some big event that's gonna happen no but do I think that more and more people are gonna start being like oh my gosh like yeah we are not alone here. And also, like, how can we bridge the gap? Like, how can we communicate? Like, how are these beings, I don't know, so much more intelligent than we are? Mm -hmm. And I yeah. think that a lot of that communication is honestly, like, meditative and is, like, through your consciousness. Like, I don't think yeah. it's, like, I think a lot of it isn't going to be, like, a physical, like, oh, you just came in my window and now you're here. It's like, oh, I'm, like, telling you that I'm ready to communicate and then to communicate with you. Yep. Also, you were, you said you were in Vegas when you saw it. That's the thing that always mm -hmm. made me think about it with Area 51 is it's like, okay, let's pretend it was a weather balloon, right? They wouldn't then build a multi-billion dollar base just on a site that a weather right. balloon happened to crash at. They would have been like, oh, it's a weather balloon and moved on with their lives. So the fact that Area 51 exists at all 
You know, yeah. I think like you're saying with people not being willing to wake up, I think nowadays they are starting to slowly wake up. But also the government or whoever might have been trying to keep it under wraps realize, OK, everybody's got an HD camera in their pocket now. So like it's a matter of time. Mm -hmm. before Harley takes a video of the orb she saw in Vegas. You know, they can't stop. Yeah. It all, so. And I think that it's to the government's like they want to keep us small because the more that we the more that we stay in our just like stupid nine to five jobs that we hate and we literally like don't follow our dreams and like pull ourselves back and be like oh my gosh I actually have I have like I can do what I want to do the universe like creates with you like if you throw it out there it will it will reflect back to you and like the the big conglomerates the huge corporations do not want us to know that because we're a part of this machine that we're like keeping it running here on the bottom and like I mean I'm really excited to see how all this stuff goes because for me like I was working myself into the ground obsessed with making money obsessed with getting on top and I kept hearing in my head like you just need a rest and write that's all you need to do and I basically yeah. stopped making the grand majority of the money that I was and started like spending the majority of my day like taking baths and writing and meditating and focusing inward and I have you know like messages that I feel like I receive that are like hey like this is what you're supposed to be doing focus on your dreams and everything else is going to follow and I feel like I've been really loud about this the whole time and I feel like I'm supposed to be and I hope that like it comes into fruition and I'm able to be like hey look like see we just did this like you can do this exact same thing Yep. <laughs> you're you're 110% correct. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, any any time that I've like fought against it and said no, you know, the, the secret's all made up and you know, forget about positive mental attitudes all a joke. Well, then guess what? My life goes to hell and everything sucks. So kind of prove <laughs> that, you know what I mean? Exactly. And then the days where I'm like yeah. it is what you think and then my life starts going great. So it really does yeah. prove itself. This the law of attraction. I'm I'm all about that. And obviously you, you can't like say into, I'm going to win the lottery tomorrow and be a millionaire. It doesn't work like that. But in general, it, almost anything you can come up with, if you will it into being, you can will it into being. And I think, too, that, like, I think people get kind of sideways with the manifesting thing because they're like, oh, I want this, and I've been saying that I want it. But I think it's more like the root of what you want. It's like, oh, yeah. I want to sing because I want to, like, feel free and express this being, express this inside myself and I want to feel seen by the people around me and it's like it's diving deeper into what why you're manifesting things and so I think that people are like oh I didn't get that new car and it's like but why did you want that car because you wanted people yeah. to like accept you more or like what's the deal right. there and so I think that there's just kind of a, a misconception on that but I really like the idea like of like it's like co-creating like I'm co-creating my life with myself and then the physical space around me that is the universe, physical and non-physical space around me that is the universe. It, it also is a difficult, difficult space too because I think it is kind of yin and yang um, or I guess more like an opposites attracting thing because if you are out there saying, I want a million dollars, I want a million dollars, well, you're kind of projecting a sense of lacking and not having money mm -hmm. and therefore you're attracting being poor and not having money. So it's a really yeah. weird yeah. thing. To, I, I'm pushing 40 and I still haven't figured it out. I know it's real now. At least I admit that portion. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know how to make it work. I'm, I'm watching you guys do it. So I'll start to co copy your, uh, your manifestations, it, I think. It really is a, a thing about that, uh, the like lack mindset in it. And it's like, I like to, like, even, I don't have a lot of money. I never have. I've never made a lot of money. I just do cool stuff so I get attention for it. But it's never like, I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm just slaying it. And I refuse <laughs> now. Like, if I, I want to buy something or I want, you know what I mean? Like, and I, I'm not super consumerist or materialist, but it's like, whatever. It's like, well, I want the more expensive almonds. It's like literally today. <laughs> was like, and I was like, I'm going to buy them because I have trust 100% that, like, that like I don't need to save every dollar that I make because I know that there yeah. is an abundant amount of it that is going to come my direction eventually. So I'm gonna get more expensive mm. almonds. <laughs> I, I love that you just said that because I literally I was proud of myself the other day because you know the the most expensive ones of all time are macadamia nuts, right? You get like oh. five of them for twenty bucks, <laughs> and and I bought them and I was like, yep, I'm gonna do it. Like I'm gonna treat myself these macadamia nuts. I deserve. You know them. what? You deserve it. And that's the thing is that we just, we deserve what we want, you know? And I think that that's a really big thing that a lot of people are stepping into is it's like, we have, life is inherently traumatic. Like it just is like, and we have constantly just like all this negative talk in our minds of like why we don't deserve what we want or it's like the love that we seek. And that's like the, one of my biggest things I'm working on right now is like, 
when those, our brain is a machine, it's just firing off at us. And it's like literally going, that's a lie, that's a lie. And like saying to myself like, oh yeah, that's, you just lied to yourself. Like that's not true. And it's been really, really powerful to me to like call my own self out on the like mm -hmm. that I'm telling myself all the time, you know? I think oh, yeah. we all do that. Like. Also, the funny thing about doing that is 99% of the time, it's not even correct. You know, you'll say, yeah. oh, Bob is thinking about me. Bob's not thinking about you. He's thinking about Bob. Yeah. About the, how his tire <laughs> needs to be changed in his car. You know, like. We're all seeing seeing the world through the lens of the lives we've lived, the traumas we've experienced. So, like, one, like I've been thinking about this so much, too. It's like one thing can happen, and the 10 people that are involved all have their truth of what happened, and they're all completely mm -hmm. different, but they're all still true. You know, it's like, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and to rewind to that the sense of lack thing, I always think about that when, when I, my friends become single and they're chasing women. The guy that's out every night being like, I want a girl, I want to hook with a girl, he's never hooking up with a girl. And then the guy <laughs> that's like, I'm fine, I don't, I don't need any girls, all of a sudden he's surrounded by women. That's yeah. how the, the universe works. It's a weird thing. <laughs> yeah, the more that you're like okay with where you're at and being like, I know that I want this, but I'm also like totally cool. I have trust. There's no lack in my mind of saying I'm never going to get it. It's like, it's going to come when it's supposed to. And I'll be here waiting until, not waiting, chilling <laughs> until it gets and, me. And <laughs> so, Josh, you, you've been silent. Do you agree with the uh, art of law of attraction? Basically, yeah. I would say ditto to 90% of what you said for sure. Oh, it's the 10% you disagree with. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> now, now you now you f***ed it up. It's not no, going to work I now because 10% John. No, I agree with all of that. Totally. Cool. And that, cool. those, those themes pop up in our music a lot too. Yeah, so that's part of the whole thing. Well, now that we've talked about aliens and the law of attraction, YouTube's going to flag this video and take it down. So Totally. Well, oh, wait, like, I, shouldn't do, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't put that in the universe. Now I just attract it. Well, it's Damn. like, are you even allowed to have a podcast if you didn't touch on all of these topics, right? Oh, no, we did, we did coronavirus, um, aliens. <laughs> Manifestation. Well, that's so, like, I mean, I'm super excited because we touched on all the topics that are like my uh, that I'm obsessed with talking about. So thank you yeah. for allowing. Well, also, that. also there'll be fans of yours that will listen to this whole thing, right, from beginning to end. But most of the people listening to this stuff, it's when it's chopped up into the clips. So it'll be all yeah. TikTok in different places. So this one will be like Harley Case believes in aliens. Josh, <laughs> <laughs> whatever, no, whatever we fully, say, we'll, we'll make up some. I'm fully in. I fully believe too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just. More, I'm just more in your face about shit, but we're on the same page. I'm just like, <laughs> oh, I you just made me think of something. Now we're really covering covering all the conspiracy theory stuff. So you did a, a photo the other day where you were doing like the all-seeing eye thing. <laughs> did you sign with the Illuminati, Harley? I, we, I need to know the truth because because I just dun, noticed dun, you guys dun. get a million uh, extra plays in a month, and you Solar have this Illuminati all-seeing eye photo. Never. I'll flash this on the screen. I'll show the I'll show the photo for. I you know I just in a moment was like what do I do I don't know what to do I'm just gonna throw this up. <laughs> yes. Uh huh. So, I don't think so, you're allowed so to uh, talk about if you're in the Illuminati. I don't think she. So mm -hmm. I, I, what I'm saying is even if she was, I don't think was. I don't think. Okay. That, okay. Uh, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't tell you. Exactly. It's just, it's just an interesting coincidence is all I'm saying. Uh -huh. How do I join? <clears throat> how do I, how can I be a member? <clears throat> we can talk later uh, about they'll that. They'll find you. Yeah. <laughs> what do they say in the Masons? It's, it's ask one to be one. So I, I just asked one me. <laughs> well, listen, I love you guys. This is great to meet you, Josh. Yeah. This is so much fun. Um, we'll try to post it in the next couple of days here um, because you guys will probably be famous by Friday. So we got to get it out before you go That's get right. too big. Yeah, you guys are dope. I enjoyed listening to Thanks. you. I want to like have a beer and kick it with you guys. Yeah, yeah I, Kat finally, Kat, Kat this whole week I've been like, you need to check out their music, you need to check it. And she kept forgetting. So she finally listened today and she's like, oh, these guys like, are great. They're actually yeah. great. <laughs> uh, it's really funny just being a musician in general that's like an undiscovered artist because anytime you tell anyone, you're like, I'm a band, like you should check it out. They're like, yeah, cool, whatever. And it's really awesome yeah, because yeah, people yeah. like every time that they actually listen to it, they're like, oh, you guys, you guys are actually good. You're like, yeah, we were telling you. Totally. <laughs> someone, someone will text me that I've known forever and they'll be like, dude, I finally listened to your band. Like, holy shit, I didn't even realize. <laughs> That's a great feeling, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It really is. All right. Well, I think that wraps it up. Um, and we'll touch base with you once you're super famous. No <laughs> problem. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thanks so much for having us. Take okay. care, guys. You guys yeah, thanks so much. Have a good night. Bye. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, that is the end of the episode, but stay tuned if you want to hear Kat and I do our wrap-up. Of course you do. Why wouldn't you? 
So now we're doing the wrap up. Hey, Robin, you want to come say hi? This is my this is my uh, my sister in law, my brother's wifey wife, Robin. I'll bring her over here. She's very beautiful, so she'll get some extra views for us. <laughs> we're we're at my family's. Um, we have a family condo uh, at Sugarloaf, Maine. We got two feet of snow, so yeah. where else should we be? Um, so how how awesome was that? That was um, a great interview. I want to be best friends with them. I've yeah, decided. Well, I think we are best friends with them now. So yeah, that was we killer. Should, we should ask to be the roadies. I don't know why I didn't think of that. That was killer. <sighs> I'll send, I'll send I would love DM. to go to a show. Um, I w- if could you imagine if they actually uh, get to open for Dave Matthews at, at Red Rocks? I think that they will. Oh my god! I didn't know it was three days. I think we should just go to that anyway. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Um, where is it? Where is it? I forget where. Wait, not Red Rocks. What is it? The Gorge. The Gorge. Right? I forget. Where is it? I can't remember, but I think it's one of Dave's favorite venues. That's why he does I've it been every to year. one. I've in... seen photos. It's like a big gourd, like rock. It's New Hampshire, isn't it? No, no, no. This is it's somewhere down. I'd say Texas, maybe. Oh, yeah. They're awesome. I don't know. We probably should have looked that up beforehand. Um, but no, so to get back to them, I thought, like Harley was saying, it, for me, this podcast, I want to be able to talk about aliens or then talk about music or talk about whatever. So this, yeah. this po- I think we're finally slowly getting our stride, right? We're discovering yeah, absolutely. What, what chasms of the mind is. Uh, by the way, for anybody that listened to the first three episodes and was confused when I used to introduce it, I was debating calling it Chasms of the Mind or Chasms of the Mind because it's a play on on my name, obviously, play on words that my brother came up with. My brother named this podcast. Um, but I think we're just going to go with Chasms because that makes more sense. People are just going to think I don't know how, how to pronounce Chasms if I keep calling it Chasms <laughs> of the Mind. And now you've joined, so it doesn't chasms. make sense to have it be about my name anymore. Um, they aren't signed with anybody, which is cool because Kat and I are eventually going to work on some projects ourselves. So it's kind of cool to, to hear how they're doing it um because cat has done that she'll flat out like sing me something and then text it to me do it all the time I'm um, like what and, do you think about this and she it's, it makes me feel really guilty because it is on me to do it then <laughs> i just have i keep telling her i haven't had time because i haven't had time but i will get to it um eventually so it's cool to just hear that they have run into the same issues that yeah. you, you and i have because i'm also in a band with my dad and we struggle with mastering our songs and i might actually reach out to josh now and, and find out who they use for mastering because it'd be cool to see um if they could master stuff for us going forward. I just like the way that they that she does her marketing because she's, really, she's a good photographer and they do, it's like a kind of like a, a neon 80s pop aesthetic to oh, a lot of the stuff. Nice. Um, yeah, I mean, you could see, I don't know if you can really see at all, but just that's her aesthetic. That's very cool. It's very pink and neon and fun. And that's why I'm going to buy some of her Lady J joints. Just to have. Um, I might even try it. Yeah, we don't smoke weed. I wish I smoked weed. I know, I did me in too. college. That's school. the thing. So high school, I college, it. I like this. So I, I wonder, because you know, with epigenetics and genes, they say as you age or, or high stress situations, different genome stuff will turn off and on. I wonder if once you age past a certain point, your body stops processing THC a certain way. Maybe. Because it's either that or the other thing I came up with is when we were, because we're, we're kind of old now. So when we were younger, I think the weed was just weed, you know, and now they make like industrial. It's just so strong, you know, right? Create, like I, if I do smoke weed now, I'll take one puff and be done. And people look Same. at people look at me funny. Like, mm, and, like, and I don't I, even I'm take good. a full puff. I barely like, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and I'm that, like stoned. Yeah. And I think that's <laughs> like, the, shit, why did I fucking do that? Yeah. And I think that's the thing with Harley is that, um, not, not that she smokes every day. I have no idea what her habits are, but I'm assuming she has a, a tolerance. And that's the thing that I do not have. Yeah. Love you all. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. Hope you enjoyed it. Adios, amigos. Boop.